0: Thank you Chapter 9, The Party Thereafter And that's how I found myself working for Adele Morgan. I woke up on that couch, still alive, but missing one heart. Could I believe it actually happened? Hell yeah! It hurt like blazes. Don't believe me? You try having someone rip out your heart and tell me what it feels like, okay? There was an element of total fantasy to the whole thing. I mean the whole thing life is meaningless nobody recognizes me find myself awash on the shores of reality taken to market one heart to go there was definitely something very unreal about everything dreamlike i mean even if i wasn't at rubber room drooling on my chin how'd i hallucinate del morgan walking off with my heart it's a damn divine madness i just kept accepting everything That's why I crawled off that couch, nobody around, like the place was deserted. I just got up and started wandering around, exploring. What was so different about the apartment from the beach? I just accepted things as they were presented to me without question or hesitation. So maybe I was crazy. Did that mean I should start acting as if I was wearing a straitjacket and simply sit on the couch and jibber? Of course not. If I was just going to lose it, then I never would have gotten off that beach in the first place. So I went looking around, found all those really huge rooms I was talking about, discovered just how large my new home was, took a couple days of exploring, never saw Del Morgan, almost ran into Hannah and Romana once or twice, quickly learned how to avoid those two, never found the front door. So what finally happened? When did I finally see Del Morgan again? Well, that was interesting. There was a party. I'm half convinced it was in my honor. Okay, not really my honor, more like showing me off. But not as if I was on display, expected to do anything, juggle, sing, roll over, fetch, good boy, here's a nice little treat for you. Nothing like that. I'll simply expected to be there, not supposed to say anything, not even introduced. More of a stand-in-the-corner-and-don't-get-in-anyone's-way kind of thing. So why'd I think the party was for me? Oh, right, well, that's a little hard to explain. I went back to my rooms once after a hard day of exploring and found a suit laid out on my bed. Very nice. Fancy suit. But not overly so. Not pretentious. Gaudy. Anything like that. Still, very nice choice of clothes. So I'm standing there, holding the suit, looking it over, turned my head, and Del Morgan's standing there. Well, in the doorway. Like she's actually respecting my space or something. I don't say anything. Can't. Don't have her permission. I'm hosting a salon tomorrow. I expect you to be there. Then she's gone. That was it. End of discussion. Oh, sure. I'll be right there. Your wish is my command. I put the suit down. I was shaking. Couldn't believe it. I was afraid of her. I had to sit down. I mean, the last time I saw her, she had ripped out my heart. It left a lasting impression on me. It never occurred to me that I might have a strong reaction seeing her again. Oh, sure. People rip out my heart all the time. No sweat. I can deal. I mean, I suddenly realized that I didn't know if I could be in the same room with her oh shit Now i was supposed to attend this thing the salon well what the hell was that and wasn't i supposed to be her personal assistant or something how had she notified people about this gathering that was what first made me think it was about me i mean if you want to show someone off for the first time you don't send them around with the invitations right none of which matters i went to this little gathering soiree party this vindaloo quaking in my boots and all what else was i supposed to do Del Morgan had my heart. She could kill me for disobeying. So I was there, nice suit and all, Stood in a corner. I'm not going to try and describe the Fair Folk. I'm not. It was a big gathering, held in one of the nicer rooms for the sort of thing. Lots of places for people to stand, sit, sip their drinks, and chat. Politics. Mostly it was politics. That and an ounce of gossip. I think the two are so intricately woven together for the Fair Folk that gossip is politics. There wasn't much witty banter. That surprised me. They weren't hanging out, trying to one-up each other. Nope. The talk was all die-hard, cutthroat, serious shit. It was all very complicated and very civilized. Nobody raised their voice. Nobody showed the slightest hint of anger or displeasure. All very civilized. Call that a description of the Fair Folk, if you wish. They ignored me. I was part of the window dressing. Or maybe it would have been bad form for one of them to get caught checking out the new help. Except for Windermere. She had no trouble walking right up to me. Talking to me. Do you like it here? Do you enjoy working for Del Morgan, Drake? Matthew Drake? It's all right. You can answer me. It's all very strange to me. That is understandable. Returning from the lands beyond, you find yourself in the employ of Del Morgan. Against your will? No, don't answer that. The lands beyond must have been strange enough. How did you find yourself there? I don't know. Of course, but know this. You were chosen. You were sent, as a good word, to the lands beyond. Not by Del Morgan. No, of course not. See, I understand something of all this. What it is like in the lands beyond. I have a grendel. A drake, Like you. Only female. What? Oh, yes. Like you. A man of earth. But female. I think you would like that. To be with one of your own kind. Male. Female. That is how it works amongst your people, I understand. She has been with me for a year or so. I have grown quite fond of her. She has told me much of earth, of what it was like to find yourself in the lands beyond, what it took to survive. Please, I don't. It's all right, quite all right. I understand. You have been here less than a month. You are still very much confused, disorientated. That is why Del Morgan has been so kind to you. But that will change, I fear. Once you have found your feet, yes, that will change. But I should not distress you so. You should meet my Grendel. That would make you happy. When I told her that I would be meeting you, she became quite excited, knowing there was another like her, only male. There are others like me. Yes, you should definitely meet her, only there is one condition. For the two of you to be happy, you really should share the same roof, the same home. You should work for me. Not to speak ill of Del Morgan. You should join me. Leave Del Morgan. You will find her to be a cruel taskmaster. I can give you a female man of earth. I really didn't know what to say another person like me i was not alone in this place other people had found themselves opening doors and finding the ocean and the beach beyond i mean i was kind of grossed out by i offer work for me and i'll give you a plaything. at the same time she was talking about others like me other people like me someone who had been through what i'd been through temptation thy name is fellowship there was more temptation if one other like me then more how many people of earth were here slaves to the fair folk another thing she was talking as if i could simply say i didn't want to be a slave to del morgan any more and that would be the end of it could i quit at any time go my own way or would i always require a patron why was Del Morgan allowing this conversation to happen? I looked to the room. The others were there, still talking, still ignoring me. I had noticed this. As Windermere had continued talking to me, the others had grown more distant. I mean, they had not walked farther away. They had simply seemed to grow more distant. Their voices had slowly became faint, as if they were talking in another room. The same room. No walls had magically appeared, but at the same time, it was as if we had slipped into another place. Somewhere the other fair folk could not overhear us. Somewhere that Del Morgan did not know what Windermere was saying. Strange as it may sound, I suddenly realized that I was trapped with Windermere. If the other fair folk didn't know what was being said, didn't know what was happening, what could Windermere do? I had no love for Del Morgan. She scared the shit out of me. She had hurt me, taking my heart, telling me she would kill me if I didn't clean up the mess. She had my heart. She could kill me, crush me, eat my soul. Could I betray her without my heart? Could I afford to? I was in Windermere's trap. What could she do to me? She needed my heart to kill me, right?' the others were distant i was alone with windermere to be free of del morgan to be with one of my own kind if i betrayed del morgan would windermere ever trust me if i betrayed del morgan how long would i live for the love of god i didn't know what to say This audio recording of The Furful Picadian Pin the Tail on the Donkey is Copyright 2010 by Keith T. Jones. All rights reserved.